It's a real pleasure to have you here tonight. A real, real pleasure. It's 657. 657 on the East Coast. And I wanted to do a little bit extra with you before we get started with uh, our our limited engagement on this Friday night. I have some, some great familiar guests here tonight. We have uh, Tony Black and my mom have stopped by. Tony, a good friend, good old friend of the family. And uh, over here to my left, representing one of the newer generations, of course, is Matt. What's going on, Matt? Hello, Francis. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Great. Not bad at all. You know, how's your how's your day? Did you enjoy work? I hated it. Good. Good. And we know everything's all right then. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you used to come out alive and everything's well. But uh, the weekend is upon us. It seems like it's going to be clear weather, a little bit crisp, not too warm, but uh, it'll be clear. That'll be nice. And uh, we have some good stuff to do tonight, Matt. So without further ado, I would like to just thank my sponsors. I want to thank uh, not only BlueMonsterPrep.com, which I thanked last night, but they're very essential. I want to give everybody extra plugs. But also Secret Nature CBD, which I forgot to uh, light up before... Uh, tonight's show, but then again, I didn't want to have, I didn't want to make Tony cough and all that stuff. I don't want to have smoke in the air, even though that smoke is a vacation for the nervous system. SecretNatureCBD.com, full spectrum CBD, cannabinoids, terpenes, all that good aromatic mint chip, good stuff. Use promo code Frankly at uh, SecretNatureCBD. Dot com and make sure that you have some uh, some after dinner mints to pass out to friends and family and just relax and enjoy a nice sp- nice spring breeze which is upon us so there's that um, real quick we have short shows coming up on April April 4th and 5th I'll make sure that we have some fun things to do I have a couple of threads we can go through and other other news um, I have to, we we're going to be doing some uh, band practice that night because next, the week after next is a, a gig. So we have to find all the nights that we can, and that's how we're going to make them up. Uh, the other thing is that we have the big one, the big two, uh, actually a one-two punch, Judge Joe Brown and Kathy O'Brien next week. So that'll be, that'll be really, really something special to look forward to. Another short show on April 8th, the the uh, Friday, but no days off. So just remember, if I'm not where you left me, then I was taken down and you got to find me somewhere else. Seven o'clock, just put it in your phone. 7 p.m., quitefrankly.tv. And you can just work your way out from there and see where we're at. Now, where we are not on tonight is we're not on Odyssey, Cloud Hub, or Telegram. 
because I want to see if this stabilizes the stream a little bit. We've been having some buffering issues. If it does, then I have a new configuration idea that I'm going to try out on Monday night because I want to make sure that we are solid, especially for quite frankly TV because the kind of traffic we had to the website and on the foxhole, especially with all the gold pills and, and people sticking around for the after hours programming, that was huge. It was such a big, big week for independence um, oh, oh, uh, a week, the week before last when we were officially on that break from YouTube. So I want to make sure we recapture that and really ride that into the future because as long as the internet is on, we gotta, we got to double down on investing on places that really care about, um, care about the, the operation, which is free speech and whatever the hell you want to do. Real, real free speech, free expression, and take it from there. Let... Let people program their shows the way they want them. All right, so uh, that's what we have going on. And we'll get into the following weeks later on. But here we have a little something that we have to do in earnest next week, because there's not enough time tonight, that's for sure. Bombshell video. So at the World Government Summit, get this, crazy things, more crazy things are being said at the World Government Summit. Economists at the World Government Summit says new financial order about to shift in a dramatic new direction. And guess what? It's not gold. And it's not, it's not all of the, uh, the decentralized um, the cryptocurrency dreams of everybody having their own thing and it all being worthy of being used in any convenience store one way or another. It's about central government digital currencies. So just more of everything that we knew was on their minds. We'll talk about that on Monday. Uh, keep a lookout for that. Also, Jen Psaki is, uh, is leaving the White House soon to join, guess what, MSNBC, because that's where all the biggest rats go to. They leave, they leave official government buildings and they go into the unofficial government buildings of the networks and they become analysts or hosts or they start selling memoirs. That's what they do. So um, Ginger Goebbels will be there before you know it. Keep a lookout for that. Hey, Matt, uh, you want to do some odd news real quick? All right. Let's do some odd news together. Here we go. Screen capture. Did you hear, Matt, that they are going to be, um, they're going to be, where the hell are you? Trying to find, there you are. Lab-grown food startup will soon lion, tiger, and elephant meat. So slab grown, how is it any of that? Well, because what they do is they get these stem cells and stuff and they and they start triggering muscle growth based on the animal that they took they extracted the stem cells from. So where where the, where they say you you can't go out there and actually hunt animals naturally or whatever, you can grow fake animals in a laboratory and it's going to be totally safe. Nobody's going to get cancer from this. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know anything about that yet. Know anything about that? Look at that tiger steak. Tiger steak. Rob would love that. As the meat alternatives market becomes increasingly competitive, food tech companies are start are coming up with new and ingenious ways of making their products stand out. Prime, uh, primeval, primeval, primeval foods. A London-based startup specializing in cellular agriculture plans to start selling exotic meats cultivated in a laboratory, and we're not talking expensive, hard-to-come-by beef either. But the types of meats most people never even imagined were edible, like lion or tiger meat. Oh, I don't know, like that beef 
is hard to come by. Well, they're trying to make it hard to come by. I think we've got plenty of cattle. They're trying to make it hard to come by. That's the whole. That's the whole point here. That's part of what the World Government Summer uh, Summit is all about. Um, here's another one, Matt. I think that you will appreciate this guy because it sounds like something that you would survive and be uh, and be proud of. Headline: Man miraculously survives a vicious attack by at least three crocodiles. Who wouldn't be proud to survive that? Let's see. Uh, a Zimbabwean man spent several months in the hospital recovering. Would you have to go to the hospital after an attack from three crocodiles? Uh, maybe for seven days. Seven, just maximum seven days. Yeah, I would check myself out. I don't want shit in my veins, like IVs and whatnot. Well, what if you lost massive amounts of blood? You have to take some Zimbabwean blood. In one week, all, it'll be all full back up. But you need it quickly. You don't. Sometimes some people don't have a week to let your blood fill back up. And I'll just will my heart to pump blood quicker, new blood quicker, where the fuck your, it comes from. Your bone marrow creates blood. That's it. Okay. Your your that's marrow right. creates blood. I think. I think. That's yeah. What, no, right? it does. Yeah. Quick heart. You're correct. <laughs> quick heart. Make more blood. You're, you're laying there. You're, you've refused all treatment. You're laying there, and you're just trying to talk to your heart to make more blood. <laughs> it's like, I don't do this. I'm not cut out for this kind of work. All right. Well, uh, okay. So that's... um. Let's go to some Babylon B articles, shall we? So this is a real... Uh, let's go to the real news. Let's get kicked off YouTube forever. First headline... First headline is White House announces Jen Psaki will be replaced by Grima Wormtongue from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Why aren't they making like a big deal like the administ like the walls aren't closing in? Right? Cuz then they say that when what's her name stepped down. Well, they said that every day when Trump was president. That was one of the main things. The walls are closing in. The walls seem to be closing in. The walls are finally closing in. Yeah, but when they make moves and when they when they reshuffle their deck, it's it's there's nothing there's nothing to be worried about, and it's just it's just that they control all of the all of the opinion machines out there. So yeah. w when they do something, they have all the cover in the world. You can do literally anything if you are um, if you're a member of their clique, and then if you are not a member of their clique, then of course everything you do is is signs that you're dying. Not not just. You remember when when uh, a Trump shuffled his right foot along the ground at some Air Force base in 2019? Yeah. They went on for They're two like, weeks. Oh yeah, he's got brain damage. Yeah. They went on for two weeks, uh, diagnosing him of having a stroke yeah. on the television. They had they had doctors diagnosing him as having suffered from a stroke from thousands of miles away. Yeah. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Well, now the fucking royals are closing in. Yeah, for real. Abe just texted me. He said, would you buy the meat of a celebrity if they sold celebrity meat? No, I would not. But I know. I don't know if he was leading me to a real uh, article because I have seen that there are celebrity meat, cannibal, cannibalistic celebrity. You, like they take cultures from celebrity people. And it, they, in like some of those sick Los Angeles restaurants, they tried to, because all these um, these cannibal restaurants have popped up, and they want to create substances that mimic uh, digesting human flesh the best. It's it's just whatever. So maybe that's what Abe was getting to, but the short answer is no. Let's get a couple more headlines in. Headline: Exhausted guardian angel wishes toddler would chill just for a minute. It's true. <laughs> It's true. This is true. 
Um, let's see what else we have here. Headline, Jen Psaki walks back claims that she ever worked for the Biden administration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another headline, Biden signs don't say gas bill into law. So just don't say it. Just don't think about it. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Don't say? Those are the first words? Don't say? He's, isn't he a moron? Yeah. He's in a complete moron, Ron Perlman. That's why all of the little Donnie jokes popped up. And I did those on... I was watching it. Isn't it? Oh, dude, it was so great digging through those again. Okay, here you go. Headline, to protest Florida law, Apple announces iPhones will now autocorrect every word to gay. <laughs> look at the whole... Look at the text up top. All they're saying to each other is gay, 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 gay. That's it. That's all you're able to do on Apple now. Good for them. All right, one more. Uh, this is Babylon. Babylon B announced a subscription service that doesn't send you razors so you can grow a beard like a man. I guess that's them just having some fun with the Daily Wire. Um, and one last one. AOC claims she too was slapped by Will Smith at the Oscars and now she is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have been what's his name that said that instead. Who? Uh, Juicy. Oh, oh, he did. They they, they made a they made a uh, people made several jokes about Jesse Smollett and and Will Smith too. So um, they, everybody got their shots in. That's good. Everyone got their shots in. And oh, and I, you know, I wanted to say real something real quick, just for people who watched last night. Too. I, I it was a, a wonderful show. I got a lot of great feedback there, but I did I did want to say because it bothered me for a good portion of the night. But um, I did reach out to Mountain Man after the show, the caller that I had to cut in the second half. Um, I, I I got him to send me full. There's a 16 page PDF and a whole page of written uh, thoughts about the subject. He was trying to debunk. A certain sect of flat earth theory he is a he, he believes in flat earth himself but he wanted to come at the heliocentric uh, model and also certain sects of flat earth which of course just at the time of the show it was last night uh, it was not really on topic which is not usually a problem but when you're you're starting to crack open a can like that um, he asked for 30 seconds and all of a sudden five minutes had gone by and I and I just I actually wanted to save him from the crowd a little bit because, you know, so I, I felt bad having to cut him off. I really, I don't like doing that, and it's very rarely that something like that has to be so abrupt, but I, I reached out to him, and I encouraged him, please, don't, don't stop yourself from calling in again and send me all the stuff you have, and now I have all of his material, and one day, I really, I, I've said it before, I want to have... I have a, uh, a good friend of mine, Max Ancaparato. He's a uh, libertarian scientist from, uh, from well, formerly from Colorado. Now he's all over the place. And he's a very bright guy, and he's a, uh, an astronomer, uh, among other things. And I, I would love for him to, to do the flat earth thing with a flat earther and actually coordinate this. I would like it for it to be off air so it could be a little bit better moderated and we can put it out as a special feature and stuff like that so i i it's not that i am afraid of topics like that people said why are you afraid of flat earth i got one person asked me that I said not it's just the time you have to look at it from a, a host standpoint i was in a tough spot and i didn't want to do that but 
Sorry about that. Anyway, Mountain Man and I, I wanted to make sure there was no bad blood there, and we will we will get back around to that topic at a later date. I promise you that. All right. Uh, I want to wish one last thing before we go to break and bring in our guests. Birthday, a birthday wish to David Sloan. Sloney has been watching for a long time. He told me this. He said, hey, brother, would you give me a birthday shout-out on Friday? You couldn't have chosen a better guest for, as a birthday present than Tony Black. Tony's the best, quite frankly. Thank you, and happy birthday, Frank. You rock. Sloan, you got a lot of friends in that chat room, and we wish you the best. A great, great birthday to you. And you know what? Also, prayers to Dr. Zelenko. I, um, I did not know that he is sick. Uh, I'm like seriously ill. He put this out on his on his telegram today. And I think I'm pretty sure it's his telegram. It's a it's a big one. And he said the following. He said, unfortunately, my cancer has progressed and spread to my remaining lungs and my remaining lung and have also spread to my left hip and low back. I will have biopsies of the hip and back soon. There are experimental alternative treatment options that I'm exploring. I feel good and have no fear. I may have to scale down some of my smaller media events, but fully intend to stay in the fight as long as I have consciousness. It has been four years since I was supposed to die. Every day since has been miraculous, and I attribute my, con uh, my continuous survival to the prayers of loving people. My Hebrew name is Velvel Wolf Zev Bin Leah. It really isn't important when and how a person dies. It is much more important how a person lives with much love Zev Zelenko. And remember, he created not only the, the Zelenko protocol by getting, uh, getting out all of the uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin over-the-counter options like quercetin to people. He was able to get through to the Trump administration first. He's done unbelievable things, not only diagnosing what was going on within the medical world in all these ridiculous protocols and the, sub the uh, suppression that was going on for information, but he has also joined in in really accentuating what's really going on here, and he has doubled down and tripled down on shining light on how much of a spiritual battle between good and evil we are in right now and how we're going we're going we're being dragged into a post-human world if we don't do something collectively that changes the tide and of course conversations and vibrational um elevation like we try to do with each other every night is part of that fight too but he's definitely a man who puts his work and his thoughts and his beliefs into practice and i didn't know that he was sick so uh just keep him in your thoughts as well as everyone else out there in the audience who's going through physical trials personal trials um especially the ones that are matter of life and death we all have this going on in our personal lives in one way or another so um just just keep that in mind so we all have the strength, just strength. That's what we need, strength, resolve, and focus. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, everybody, and thank you for everything.
You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! everybody i hope you <laughs> hope you enjoy that listen if you haven't gotten rick rolled in a while then that's the reason you have to do it that used to be a rite of passage on the internet so welcome to the show it's good to have you here with me it is a uh, april 1st april fool's day and we have a room not full of fools but of friends and family so uh, you already saw Matt. Matt, welcome back. Thank you, Francis. You're welcome. On the other side, we have uh, we have Mom. What's going on, Mom? Uh, how are you? How how are you? So this uh, right now, 37 years ago. Uh, yes, I was in labor. You don't have to tell me. You're in labor all day and all day tomorrow until tomorrow night. So I'm sorry about that. I know. It was just I just didn't want to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then next to you, next to you is Tony. Tony, what's going on? Oh, you're really off to the side there, yeah, but we, at least we can see your face. <laughs> That's good. How you doing, Tone? All right, good, good. <laughs> it's good. To, you know, every time you leave here, Tone, and we say you, you, well, we'd love to have you back. You know, people love you. You go, if God wants, well, I'm glad that God keeps wanting it <laughs> because it's good to have you here. Oh, wait, you don't have your, 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 your phones on, your headphones on. That's right. How come I didn't put them on? It's probably, you don't, it's probably like why you look lost right now. Just staring at me. No, I can hear everything. It's it's only when somebody calls in or. So how do, you, do I? I sound better now, Tony. Yeah. A lot better. Sure. That's what I say. All right. Well, uh, welcome back to the show. I'm Thank glad. You. I'm glad that uh, <clears throat> that we're going for an, another round here, and we have a lot of cool things to do. I have some. I have some April Fools. Some April Fools stories that people have. I wanted to know what people's greatest April Fools pranks were what was done to them or what they did to other people. I have a couple I could put in there. Uh, there's some questions for Tony. Uh, Tony, but you wanted to do something special tonight. You wanted to sing a song. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> let me put it this way. Okay. I have a niece, my niece Phyllis Ann. Uh, this is my sister Rose's daughter, Lord rest her soul. And uh, when she used to go, well, my sister used to go out with her husband. She would ask me and my brother Charlie, Lord rest his soul, uh, to babysit. And we had this, my niece, Phyllis Ann. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was about three years old. Don't laugh, Tom. She was about three <laughs> years old. So she didn't want to go to sleep. So we had it, and I used to sing her this song. 
Lulu had a baby, she named him Tiny Tim. She put him in the piss pot to teach him how to swim. He swam to the bottom, he swam to the top. Lulu got excited and pulled him by his cocktail ginger ale, five cents a glass. If you don't like it, just shove it up your ass. Ask me no more questions, I'll tell you no more lies. A man got hit with a bag of shit, and that's the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, and how, how how old is your niece now? About 74. See, see, see this is the, that's the thing. When I, I knew that you wanted to come and, and, uh, and sing this song that you sang to your niece. Uh, and, fr- and from the moment you told me that, I'm envisioning a, a an 11-year-old girl. And, I'm saying, and now I'm realizing, no, niece. It's no. His, it's his, <laughs> she was about three years old. It's his sibling's <laughs> child. No, this uh, is, wow. no, she loved me. She always loved me. It just, I, I, I took my sister to the hospital when she was born. Wow. So uh, somehow, I mean, I have quite a few nieces, but Phyllis Ann stands out with me. But uh, <laughs> Does Phil, does Phyllis Ann still uh, remember the lyrics of the song, or, or you have oh, to sing it to her? Oh, I think so. She's going to remember it tonight, anyway. Well, now it's, now it's recorded for all time. I, I told her to watch it. I says, watch it tonight. <laughs> you have to. Well, may, hopefully it brought her back to uh, to some simple, <laughs> simpler times there. No, I always I always laugh with her. We have a lot of fun. So how old how old was she when you first sang it to her? Uh, she must have been about two, three years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. And I even told her, I says, try to watch it tonight. Quite frankly, I says, I'm going to sing your song. <laughs> well, either way, you let me know. I can make a little bit, make a clip for it, and I can send it to you at your phone. No, she's all right. She or, knows. Or anybody's phone. I can always sing <laughs> it to her. Whatever, whoever wants it, go right ahead. What I can do. You send it to his phone. Well, yes. you know what I'll do is I'll take a clip. I'll take that clip out, and I'll have it made into a, quite frankly, like a, a commercial. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so you just sing the song all, because it's good. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, one take was enough. So, uh, how's uh, how's the early going to spring treating you guys? Still kind of crappy out. Yep, it is. Every once in a while, we'll get lucky and hit a nice day, but... But I still have my tan, you know. <laughs> Somebody's jealous that I have a tan. <laughs> well, you are a lot more dedicated than Mom is when it comes to cold weather. Uh, I like the warm weather. Yeah, but you guys will sometimes go to the beach and stay inside of your respective cars and park, like, near each other and just let the sun hit you through your windows. That's what we do. But she doesn't get a tan. In February, I, I had a, a better tan than I do right now. And, uh, yeah, In February. Because March wasn't that good. No, March was not good at all. Matt, when do you start tanning? Oh, uh, <laughs> April. <laughs> Working outside. Oh, Yes. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to... I, I'm, I am dedicated. I am dedicated this year to getting some sort of sun. I have to do, I have to, to do more stuff in the yard. Because that used to be the way that I got my, my tans, too. Just went out into the yard and trimmed the bushes and whatever. Gave myself a project to do. It was a, it was a really busy summer last year with, with Aurora. Well, f- 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 excuse me. Frankie... If you're sitting in the car with the window open, facing the sun, the sun hits us. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Well, it w- you get that wind, you can't sit outside, so you stay in the car. It works. <laughs> it works for you, at least. <laughs> I know. But you say mom is jealous. <laughs> so, got to work through that. Don't want don't want some. You want bad blood now. No, no. Um, I have some questions here. We can start off with this, and then I want to get into April Fool's stuff, and maybe we'll take a couple of calls here. Here we go. Uh, the first one is from Jennifer Tennyson. 
Uh, Jennifer wants to know, you for you, Tony, what do you miss the most from your childhood that has been made um, that has been made obsolete by the modern world? Like things that, that you can't even find anymore because better technology has come out or anything like what was is there any one thing that's not around anymore from your childhood that you miss uh there's a lot, quite a few things i miss like uh the summertime the johnny pump we used to call the the fire hydrant when we used to open up the fire hydrant no nah. in the summertime and uh when we saw the law coming down we used to get the barrel the barrel was we used to cut out the bottom and when we saw the law coming, <laughs> we used to get the barrel, stick it on the fire hydrant, and shoots up in the air. The water was shooting up in the air. Right. I don't think he'd be able to do that if he was a kid today. You know? No, no, you can't. And we all di- and we all disappeared. <laughs> because if we were there, we had to take the barrel off. But this way, we used to disappear. So they had to shut it. They had to call the water department. They had to, <laughs> they had to close it from the street. You see, that's another thing. You, were talking about, you want to talk about things that are, are obsolete now. Um, they don't do that no more. No, you, you can't do it anymore. But also, there's all different types of locks on these fire hydrants that people can't go out with a monkey wrench anymore and just and just open it. Maybe some places still do. But I know around here, I don't know, Mom, if you've seen, or Tony, or and Matt, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there are these new weird, they look like hard plastic, yeah. yellow hard yellow, plastic. Yeah, I saw it today. I see what. Yeah, I these saw new that. hydrants. They're they're like they look like little y- yellow plastic robots. They look really weird. Yeah. You, you know, uh, Frankie, you got to remember, I was born and raised in East Harlem, on 120th Street. Okay. Now, we didn't have them what we have now. Kids don't do this today. They got swimming pools. We had swimming pools too, but uh, Jefferson Park. But the kids don't look for that. That's uh, altogether different. I don't think. Yeah, I I, ha- I think that there's a lot of kids out there who have swimming pools that don't even use those anymore. No, there's a lot no. of people that just don't even go out anymore. I'll, I'll, you want to know something? It was in the park a couple of years ago. We started seeing. A, a, I was out there working out, and we just started seeing a whole. All of a sudden, there was one week that there was dozens of of kids walking around that we never saw before. Like, what the hell's going on? Everybody, you know, where, where do they all come from? They're never in the park and they're never outside. And they, a new video game had come out, <laughs> the Pokemon Go. A new video game had come out that, that, that makes kids want to go outside and find invisible animals hiding in the park. So <laughs> you, you want to you talk about the, how, to, how to get children out of the house now. That was a, that was an eye opener for me, and and of course we're a town of tens of thousands of people, and I uh, we haven't had more than two or three, twelve and under age little league. You remember the little league team I used to coach? Your your grandson uh, played in the league that I coached in. Uh, uh yeah, Dick Nicky. Yeah. yeah. Well, when he played, I think there were still about five teams of about twelve to thirteen players. My last year coaching in the league in 2019 because in 2020 we had the the whole pandemic thing so I wasn't I didn't do that but the last year we did that there was only two two teams of 12 hmm. kids in the league this is in a town of tens of thousands of people you're telling me that there's yeah. not enough children for five teams in this league that nobody's going outside anymore <laughs> they'd rather play video games that and of course there's you know the demographic is changing they're playing a lot more soccer too but <laughs> and Frankie yeah. Uh, on 120th Street, there used to be the PS80, the school. Now it's a clinic. But we, they used to put in the summertime, they would put the, the sprinkler on. <laughs> and when the, the guy that was taking care of it wasn't looking or he went inside or something, 
We used to take off the top, and the water would shoot up all the way up to the to the roof of the school. And then we used to get it and point it toward First Avenue. What would that do? <laughs> I feel sorry for the cars that were passing by. Oh, we shoot them. <laughs> we, we would put the, the, take the, we take the top piece off, and we used to get the bottom piece and push it towards like first avenue. Right. And then the cars that were passing, they got hit with it. Especially, and, and they would, some of them I would have to imagine have their windows down too. Well, it was summertime. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you can't, you're going to suffocate. And, then, and we used to go to uh, Jefferson Pool. Uh, that was on the uh, first day in the 111th Street, and we used to pay 10 cents to get in. Was that named after uh, after Thomas Jefferson? It must have been. Huh? Yeah, yeah, because Jeff- it said yeah, it on the Jeff- sign. Oh, Jeff- boy. Jefferson Pool, we 10 cents to, we used to pay. We need to do something about that park immediately. Yeah. <laughs> we need to change that. It, we, we need to, we need, it needs to be George Jefferson Pool. <laughs> no, that, that park, let me say, it had two big ball fields. It had a wading pool, and it had the big pool. Right. The big one was, uh, we used to go, at night we used to climb over the fence, three o'clock in the morning. This is when we got older, you know, out on a Saturday night. And we used to climb over the fence and go swimming. We used to take off our clothes in the nude and put them on the shelf. So, so one day the, the law come around, they put up all the lights. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you have to get out. You have to get out of the pool naked in front of no, all the cops. No, what they did, we said there was big fountains. We used to run around the, uh, like, go around the fountains but then they saw where our clothes were we used to put them up on a windowsill they picked up the clothes and threw them in the water that was it that's it well let me ask you something about those pools because i know mom mom used to go to uh like playland pool when she was a, a kid and stuff uh, pub- oakland oakland pool o- o- oakland okay well there there is these public pools are notorious for just being filthy cesspools just, just, just gross swamps. W- were they, were they uh, back then? Were they, were they clean? Were Very the people, clean. They were. Very yeah. clean. So it just, that had to be something that's obsolete now too. Finding a clean public pool. They, uh, Jefferson Park, the pool uh, that we used to go to was one big pool. Then they had the other pool, where with the diving boards. And that was, uh, it was smaller than the, it was a smaller one. She, uh, when uh, Skip and uh, Mary Ann, they took me down to Harlem one day and we, I showed them where it was. Mm. And uh, it was good, it was nice. If you want to dive off the boards, the diving board, you go to the other pool. That was a smaller pool. Yeah. With the uh, deep water, 15 feet, whatever it was. Yeah. But it was good, I enjoyed it. Well, yeah, I've never been in a public pool. Oh, well, I guess I've been in hotel pools. But uh, even that, I don't. Well, I don't. Playland Pool, when it opens, it's going to be brand new. Oh, it's it's reopening. They they tore it apart and building a new one. Wow, I didn't know that. I don't know when. It's, they're not done with it yet. Yeah, Frankie, it'll be dirtied soon. I'm going to take the little. Everybody going to go there. Should take go a bath. opening day when it's clean. It's going to be the Playland bath. <laughs> What's that, Tony? I'm going to tell you a little story. Tell it. I can't wait. No, no. This this, <laughs> this is true. This is what happened to me. You know, when you were a kid. Uh-oh. The movies, you see the chapters? Yeah. And there was the chapter of Dick Tracy, okay? Now Dick Tracy's on a, he jumps off the, he jumps off a, jumps off the truck, whatever it was. Right. And I says, well, now, from Jefferson Pool, the, the, the bully of the crew, he says, Tony, let's hitch on a truck from, from, from 111th Street to one. So we get on the, I'm hitching, I was about seven years old. 
and we pitched. So now we passed 120th Street, and the bullied mother was looking out the window. So me, now I say to myself, we passed the 120th Street, now we're going to go to the Bronx. How am I going to get home? Right. Over the Willis Avenue Bridge. So the thought comes to my mind, well, Dick Tracy jumped off the truck. He says, oh, jeez. He got up. Well, I woke up in somebody's arms in front of the undertaker. I swear to God, this is the truth. I, 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 there was a big cry. I jumped off. Jumped you, off the so car. Was so you jumped off of this truck. You're seven years old. It's in motion. And, and you jumped off. Well, because you, I thought of Dick Tracy, that he jumped off the truck. But then you must have blacked out or something. Well, no. He's a, this was the chat. The, the movies, they do anything. Right, right. But, but if, me, if, if but you say that the next thing that you remember is being in the Undertaker's arms. Well, what happened? I jumped off the truck. Because it was going to go over to the Willis Avenue Bridge into the Bronx. I said, we got to the Bronx. How am I going to get home? I didn't know. So I says, well, Dick Tracy jumped off. I could jump off, too. So I jumped off, and I woke up in the Undertaker's arm. A big crowd around me. I could have got killed. And all I did was got a bruise over here and a bullet on my shoulder. That was it. You know, I don't know if my mother ever told you the story of me uh, sketching on the side of her car with my, with my mm. skateboard. I oh, hate God. that story. Now, I was an idiot. I was a... So I, was I. Yeah, well, we were all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, I, I, when you're on a skateboard and you're hooking onto somebody's car, you go uh. to the back bumper. So yeah. that if you you know if you if something goes wrong you aren't sucked. July first. Yeah, July first, nineteen mm. like ninety seven, eight, nine, know. something yeah. around there. And uh, I was holding on to the passenger side door, and I it, she was going like maybe twenty miles an hour. I almost died that day. I went, I rolled, I oh saw the God. manhole cover coming, and I rolled over the manhole cover, and the skateboard went out from under me, and um, I just I just saw the tires roll by my face. Oh God! It was. Fucked up. You know, See? you're making me look and relive this thing. I, I hey, I relive it too. It's I'm, I don't blame you. I, I listen. I don't. I don't I blame mean, I, I, All I remember is I'm driving. And I'm looking over and I see you. And the next minute you weren't there. She well, she probably oh thought God. she was going. She probably thought she was going slow too yeah, because slow for a car. You know, but not when somebody's holding on to it. 12, you know? 15 miles an hour. Oh, it's God. slow for a car. Mm. It's not that slow when you're on a on a, uh, a skateboard. But um, hell, so that that's my, oh my God. I didn't think I was being Dick Tracy. I thought I was being Marty McFly. Well, no, it just goes to show you as, as a kid, you're watching the movies that on Saturdays, just have the chapters. I saw him jump off. I said, well, I could jump off too. And oh, then, oh God. and then I tried to fix him myself because <laughs> I knew I did something stupid. So I was wrapping up all those bandages and then. It got worse, like, the next day. So the person said, I got to take you to the emergency room, Frank, but don't tell him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I know. I know. I was, the, I I was, was like, Frank, you just. I, I fell down the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> no, I, I remember that. I went, I went to the emergency room the next day, and they, they gave me a tetanus shot. I think they gave me a tetanus shot because my, the, the insides yeah. of my fingers were all ground up like. like uh. Like uh, I don't know. No, I think you told them you were on the skateboard, but not on my car. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I it was it was rough. I had my oh, shoulder and all. But it was, hey, listen, I'm alive. Then <laughs> Frankie. Yes. My brother Joe, Lord rest his soul. He used to give me a, a an allowance. <laughs> this was every Sunday. He used to give my brother Charlie and I an allowance. So we used to go in the schoolyard. <laughs> we used to shoot crap. Okay. So now I got the dice in my hands. You, 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 no, it's not not like not not the drug. Oh. No, 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 no. 
He's talking about when I say shooting crap, oh, it's dice. Crap, dice. Oh, crap. I thought you said crack. I was no, like, wait no. a second. Yeah. And most oh, people. No way. No. So anyway. And most people, most people smoke crack. He went right into his veins. <laughs> so we were in the schoolyard, and we used to call this place, there's a, in the back there was a handball court, a baseball court, but this one spot was, we used to shoot crap. <laughs> so I got the dice in my hands. And I threw money on the on the ground, and I said, "What's about? Nobody's fading me. All right, I'll shoot for a point." So I bend down to shoot for a point, and all of a sudden, my head hits the wall. My brother Joe gave me a kick in the ass, and I went right up to the wall. I hit my head. He says, "This is what I do. I give you an allowance, and you come and shoot crap." Oh, oh yeah. He caught you. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so what, what was your what was the allowance that your brother gave you? Well, at that time, he used to give us like seventy-five cents a week. Uh, uh, yeah, on a Saturday, on a Sunday, whatever it was. We used to shoot crap on a Sunday. And uh, <laughs> it, it was an allowance. No, no, maybe it was more, maybe a dollar, something like that. Well, it was the 30s, so it was a lot. You know, and uh, <laughs> what can I say? That was the end of the allowance. Well, yeah, I can imagine. No, I can he, ima- he, he was, uh, he, even when I made my communion, he was my godfather. God bless him. He was a good man. Good man. So with the so with with seventy five cents a week and, and okay let, let's just when you I don't know maybe you don't remember this but when you're playing when you're when you're you're shooting dice yeah how much are you putting down every pass like a, well, no, like it, a penny or two no or? no 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 we used to, we, used to, we, used to, we it was change you know yeah like that's what I'm talking about, like a couple of pennies or? no 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 like silver nickels dimes quarters okay but, uh, you know, all right so that's real change that's, uh, i was i'm talking about when I, I must have been maybe 11 12 years old something like that you know and uh he used to give my brother charlie and i an allowance but charlie used to do that he he loved going to the movies <laughs> i wanted to go shoot crap so that's what i did you know if you saved all of the dimes and nickels and quarters that you made shooting crap back then craps back then you would uh you would actually have a a nice amount of money uh, just based on the the value of the silver because yeah. you were playing with real silver coins you know that's right yeah that's right those mercury dimes uh, and, and and don't forget we used to go to the movies it was 10 cents there uh, on 125th street there was the harlem grand and across the street was the rko practice and how much was it then they raised it to 11 cents 11 cents to get in. And don't forget, Frankie, a pack of cigarettes was 10 cents. You bought a whole cotton for a dollar. I just smoked the and they did, and they didn't days. And they didn't even give you cancer back then, too. <laughs> well, there was cancer there, too, but what are you going to do? No, no. Well, I, don't, I don't. It's just the additives just, they put in the tobacco. Yeah, that's it. Back then. If I were to go back in time right now with you to, to 1940, in in New York, I would buy a pack of cigarettes. I would smoke one. I don't smoke cigarettes, but if I if I went back to 1940 for a day, I would just say, you know what, I'm having a cigarette. Yeah, I'm gonna have a cigarette. I've had Lucky Strikes before. <laughs> Lucky Strikes are they're good. Would, they used to have the tins, the tins, which uh, it was a tin with cigarettes. I used to go to the store, give me a cigarette, just pay a penny. So when we used to go to school. Oh, for a Lucy. Yeah, a loose cigarette. They were, they were charged. It was I was bad. never able to purchase a Lucy around here. Yeah, no, you have to just give it to each other. No. I quit. Because I was a cop or something. Frankie. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. I was a heavy smoker. I quit. Boom. That was it. What year? Uh, 
think 1974. He smoked four packs a day. Damn, That's what right. brand did you smoke? Uh, Chesterfields. Those were on filter. Those my grandmother smoked. Chesterfields. Those, those I are harsh. Didn't, I didn't like the filters. Those are harsh cigarettes. I think uh, they oh, still sell them. Then I went to Raleigh, which which was the strongest cigarette. Raleigh cigarettes. I never heard. Of, I know. I've, I've heard of Chesterfield. I've heard of Lucky Strike. As far as non no well, filter, full, they had Philip Morris. Uh, then they had Marlboro. That Marlboro was uh, filter tip. Uh, and Malbo, when, when it first came out, was uh, ivory tip. I smoked for 18 years. Really? And I started my first pack. I loved, I loved the box, so that's why I smoked them. Is Parliament because they had the recess filter. Yeah, I smoked those. <laughs> and in my oh, late, in my last days of smoking for a few years was Virginia Slims because you know it was the feminine thing to do. Yeah. So you you smoked them after, but. Y- you started up again after I was born, then stopped. Two months when you were two months old, I stopped when I got pregnant, and then I went. When, it, I think it was I think it was Candy's uh, graduation party. Aunt Mary gave me one. <laughs> I just give me one of those. Frankie, that <laughs> oh. was stupid. Yeah, well, hey, well, that's hey. Well, however you stop, that that's good stories. In my bedroom, I used to keep my cigarettes on the end table, in between. Yeah. As soon as I used to wake up. I'd be in bed, light up a cigarette. One time, it's a good thing I had a glass of water on the table. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was like falling asleep. <laughs> I felt something over there. I said, oh, my God. Right away, I got the water. Boom, threw right down on the bed. It, then that's what I felt. I, I you know, sleeping. Oh, yeah. We, we have, we've had, we've had situ- situations like that before, oh. just not with cigarettes. Or just you know you're you're hanging out and somebody's lighting something up and you pass it around all of a sudden you got a burning cherry in your pants <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's just not it's then, not good. Then we had another guy. Uh, you got a cigarette? When we're going to school, uh, you want to give me one for after? This guy never bought a pack of cigarettes. Never. Always grubbing. Well, could you have one for later? Oh, those people. Uh, <laughs> those people. I mean, I, I can't stand those people, and I never I never smoked, but they always come up to me, hey, do you have a, you have a lighter? They're asking me for lighters and cigarettes. I'm like, thank God I don't have either, because this would piss me off even more. But, um, yeah. Oh, you know, I have a couple other, I have, a, I have another question here I want to I wanna ask you. Here is from, let's see, uh, Jessica Lynn. Says, a hey, Tony, uh, would love to know if you ever wore, did ballroom dancing. Not professionally, but socially. You ever do anything like yeah, that? Yeah, Stardust Ballroom. Oh, Stardust? Stardust Ballroom. That's very popular because there was a movie made, The Queen of the Stardust Ballroom. That was the... That yeah, was, wow. When, uh, uh, Frankie, when I used to box, my trainer was Tony Brescher. He was a good middleweight fighter. He fought a couple of champs in his day. And he was the bouncer up at the Stardust Ballroom. Hmm. Yeah, he wished to go up there. So he would get you in? He would just get you in then? Uh, no, no, I, I, I would pay my way. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't look for no, but uh, he, he was up there as a bouncer. Okay, so now when you're inside the Stardust Ballroom, uh, it, it, was there any specific dance that you liked more than others? Well, the, the Foxtrot, Lindy Hop. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. <laughs> ne- never any swing dancing or things like that, throwing people around? No. Well, the Lindy Hop. I used to dance with my sister, my sister Rose. God, we used to, we used to wake up a storm. She was a very good dancer, my sister Rose. God mm. bless the rest of her soul. I love to hear it. But uh, 
<laughs> we used to go down Domino's, 86th Street. So <laughs> let me put it this way. You walk in, you walk down, and there was like uh, more steps to go down to the, the dance floor. So that's where I could do a foxtrot, uh, a Lindy Hop. So I'm walking, <laughs> I'm with my friends that they were good dancers. Good dancers they were. And I says to one of them, I says, Slim, I says, look at that girl, she's always looking up here. I says, go away, she's gonna dance. Nah, he says, forget it, forget it. And the, she kept looking at us. I says, you don't want to dance? I says, I'm gonna go down there, she's gonna dance. So I'm dancing with her, and it's a slow dance, like, like a foxtrot. Right. I didn't know that they had the, what do you call it when the, 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 the band turns around and another band comes up. Uh, so I'm dancing with a nice a stage. Guy. All of a sudden, they change bands and they come into a mambo. And there she is, my, my mambo. I, I didn't know how to do the mambo. Oh, so you went down there thinking you're getting one kind of a dance. <laughs> then the band, I... Uh, well, did she did she at least give you some? Did she lead? Did she give you some instruction, or did she? Oh, no, I walked up the floor. I couldn't do it. Okay. No. Oh well, there you go. The, I never heard of that. There were different bands like ready to play, and they went in a circle. In other words, no, the band turned around. In other words, the bandstand, like there there would be uh, the the one that plays the slow music, uh, Lindy Hop, and all uh -huh. that. And then all of a sudden, they would turn, and the mambo band come on. So it was a rotating stage. Yes. Wow. So the there's, band stand. Yeah. So there was multiple bands on a stand, and it would it would rotate them out. And, and yeah, in other words, you would turn around, and the, the other band, the mambo band, the rumba band, whatever. So this band. must have been a serious venue then to have that kind of uh, uh, an auditorium set up. Uh, this was Domino's. I, I don't know if the place is still there. It was between 86th Street and Third Lexington Avenue, something like that. Wow. But we used to go down there on, on Saturday nights, and it was nice. But that sounds like a lot of fun. Then I had the, I mean, some of my friends, they were very good dancers when it came to mambos and stuff like that. There used to be a, a, another guy, his name was Killer Joe, but he had his own dance studio. That was, I'm giving him a flug, I don't even know if he's alive. Killer Joe. Probably not. Well, hope, hopefully he is. <laughs> hopefully he's enjoying himself in Boca or something I like that. I doubt him very much. I'm 91. <laughs> oh, and he was older than you? Of course. Okay. So, so maybe he's 101. Who knows? I doubt it. <laughs> you, know, you know, Tony, last night I was speaking with an astrologer uh, who, who, who said that there are, uh, that we are probably, we are, we have the longevity, the ability to live or and at one point did live to be hundreds and hundreds of years old, just like in, in Genesis in the Bible, where you see you, you hear about somebody lived to be five hundred something. That that was all real at one point, and something changed with us. So you know, uh, ninety two is really nothing compared to compared to you know. You still have another five hundred years baby. left, baby, Frankie. You have another five hundred years left. <laughs> <laughs> My father lived to be ninety four. And he was you in good shape. You can't go by that. You can't go by that, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not going by that, but I can't complain. Had a no, good life. No, no. Had a good life. Well, you know, I think that's that's the, the, why, that's why people love listening to you when you come on, because it's evident that you've had a good life. I mean, well, think about what you're telling us right here tonight, too, is um, for all the, the, the hanging out on, on, the, on the, the corner, on the stoop uh, that you yeah. did, you did also, you, you were boxing, you were dancing. There, there was a, a, such a lively community that you you grew up in that's that's uh, we don't get that a lot these days this i want to say 
<laughs> one night, I, well, I used, to, I used to box in the amateurs. Mm-hmm. So one night, I saw my eye come down. So I went home. My mother opens the door. She saw my eye. She put out her hand. I don't want you to fight. I don't want you to fight. What's the matter with you? Was that and I loved it. Was that the last time you fought? No, no. That was... Uh, no, no, that was at the beginning. Okay. Uh, then there was one one guy. I was beating him, and I stopped hitting him. I lost. You just stopped we, hitting in him? In the amateurs, we used to fight five two-minute rounds. So I was beating him, and then I says, what am I doing? I says, you know, and I, I just coasted along. <laughs> We're down in the shower, <laughs> and the guy says to me, and a couple of more jabs. He says I was going down. So why'd All you right. stop? And was that the last time I, you fought? Uh, yeah, yeah. That it was, had to have that, been. That, well, my trainer says to me, I was pretty good. I said I was like a, I was a featherweight. I was like a dancer. I used, I used to dance on my toes, I swear to God, you got it. And all I used to use was a left jab, left hook, left jab, left hook. That's what I used to use. But this one kid, I was hitting him, <laughs> and then I stopped. I stopped hitting him, and I lost. In the showers, the kid says to me, a couple more jabs, I was going down. <laughs> well, I think that that's a good a good point to, to look at yourself in the mirror and say... It wasn't in his heart anymore. Yeah, it's just over. And, and that's and that's all right. That's all right to, to realize that. And it's, in, it's, it's just interesting when it happens for somebody. And you, it's in the middle of a fight. And uh, I'm sure your opponent was probably like, well, okay. Well, he, he just gave up in the middle of my fight. No, then my trainer at the time says, he says, T, he says... Knock around in life. When you get the hard knocks, anytime you want to come back, come back. I used to have a beautiful left jab and left hook. That's all I used to. The first, the first amateur fight, not the Golden Gloves. This is the first amateur fight. Dennis James picked me to go a long way. He said, watch this boy. He's another Wooly Pep. And Wooly Pep was a featherweight champ. I, I, I beat this guy. It was on television, 1948. I beat him with one hand, just the left hand. Too bad somebody's going to have to have that broadcast saved somewhere. Well, I doubt it. I'm going back 1947. So what? I mean, they, they, somebody has to have all that archived. No, I had the... I got, well, I got newspaper pictures. But Mary Ann saw it. Yeah. Well, what was the you headline fight you that night? Who, yeah, who, you brought them in. Well, yeah. who, who, uh, Matt just asked who the headline fight, the, the, the title bout was that night. I didn't, Do you know who, the, who the, big, the, big, the big fight that night was? Were you just like the the opening bouts? Uh, who were the, uh, the no in the amateurs? It was different. You just had amateur kids. I okay. Mean, I never fought. For, I used to box with the pros in the gym, Gleason's gym. I used to box like with Willie Beltran. Oh, maybe you know it's, it might be possible. It might be possible to dig around to see what's been preserved. You would be very yeah, surprised. I doubt it. Yeah, doubt you'd it. be surprised. Reel to reels, just in some kind of an archive the, somewhere the, the, in a can. The, the face. Well, he I, doesn't have that kind of technology. No, no he 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 wouldn't. But I'm just saying, somebody out there, whoever I was. No, I got newspaper plates, uh, uh, pictures, but uh, no. Well, you know, hold on. Let me do, let me do a really quick break. Uh, I want to do a quick intermission because we're do, we're getting off early tonight. It's ten to eight. I want to do this intermission. When we come back, I want to get to the super chats. I have these um, these April Fools things, and then around eight fifteen, I got to get off because it's band practice tonight. So let's hold that thought. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen.
Welcome to Intermission. We'll be right back. Quite frankly. 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 Not quite. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. Quite frankly, in Roma, Italia. Quite frankly, you're going on Frank's show tonight? I really like you. You're very smart. So everybody watch. Quite frankly. With Frank. Quite frankly. How dare you? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, before we get right back into what we're doing here, let me go into our super chats. <clears throat> into our super chats and see what's on some people's minds. Great way to contribute to the show and support the show, too. Stostube says, congratulations on your day tomorrow, Frank. Hope you have a great birthday because you deserve it. You are an excellent person and a good man. And we wish you the best. Celebrate it, uh, it surrounded by your wonderful loved ones, especially that little angel. Oh, thank you, Stostube. That is very, very kind of you. It just kind of melted me right there. And um, I appreciate that. I told you I have very low expectations for my birthday. I just have a couple things I'd like to do. A cigar and a, uh, a, uh, an Irish coffee. So I'll, I'll figure them out over the course of uh, tomorrow, and we'll see what happens. But I appreciate you so much, and I appreciate this this wonderful audience so much. Dan Spratlin, another guy, another new father out there. I have not heard a lot from him, but I'm sure that he is just knee-deep in new fatherhood, and I hope that he's doing well. He says to David Sloan, happy birthday, Sloan, uh, Sloan Bone. Love you, buddy. Sorry I haven't been around lately for the LOLs, the lols, Frank. Love you too. Talk soon. I hope that you're all well, Dan. It's okay. It's all right. You just handle what you got to handle, and I, uh, I look forward to your updates. Hannah and Kenny and the dogs says, Frank, now they plan to sell lab-grown tiger. Next, they'll admit that they are also creating humans in a lab for trafficking and other nefarious acts. The global bastardization is everything is against everything natural 
and uh, have a nice weekend. Yes, that sounds. I will. I will have a nice weekend. I will avoid all lab-grown meat, and it will be fine. <laughs> Another one, incompetent hands. Says, happy birthday, Frank, and have a great weekend. You deserve it. Tell the chicken nugget, luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. Absolutely. I will. Um, I love that. You, you've you seen that. Uh, you've seen that one, right, Mom? What? The, uh, the chicken nugget? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, here. Tony, you've seen this? Hold on a second. Look. Are you a chicken McNugget? That's, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That no. smile at the end. And the nose have uh, the nose have gotten very pronounced, right? Yes. Here, you want to listen to some nose? Hold on. Wait a second. This is this is my. So Aurora was playing with my great grandfather's pot. She loves playing with my great. Okay, hold on. You know what? Actually, I'll just send this. I'll show you all, because I think that uh, it's a little bit of an older one. It's a couple of weeks old now. She's already getting into the pot? Yes. The old stuff, too. So here is... She's in my mother's kitchen, and she's with my mother's grandfather's pot. So this is her great-great-grandfather's pot. And she, whenever she's uh, she goes up there, she likes to uh, play with it and just walk around with it and put things in it and all that stuff. And here is, hold on a second. She's then asked by my mother, oh God, it's a move, hold on, wait, I can do this real quick. She's then asked by my mother if she's going to be putting it away anytime soon. And then she gets a very definitive answer that I, I, I need to, I need to just, <laughs> hold on one second. I'm very nifty at this now. I have to change this to an MP4. And good, done, done. All right, take a listen. To, <laughs> take a listen to this, or or watch it, depending on where you are. Here you go. What are you doing with that? Oh, look at that. <laughs> now that you pushed all the chairs all over the place. Oh, she reminds you. You ready? Ready? Listen, listen. Here goes. So. Are you going to put the pot back? No! 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 Don't ask me that! I love the quivering voice at the end. The quiver, the quivering no at the end. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've watched that. Just sitting, uh -huh. just sitting in the kitchen at night by myself after midnight, just over and over again. Clips like that. That's just how I spend my time. So no. And, and so the this this no is actually very kind of very sweet. Are you a chicken McNugget? <laughs> <laughs> it's become uh, it's become a lot more pronounced these days. All right, uh, let me go into the super chats elsewhere and make sure that we're getting these out of the way because I've got a lot to get through. I'll just blast through them. Athena on Foxhole says, "Have a happy birthday tomorrow." Thank you, Athena. Amethyst Cat, happy early birthday, Frank. Hey, Matt. Hi. EO says, happy Autism Awareness Day. It's Autism Awareness Day tomorrow. So, uh, Cave Toad says, happy birthday, you old fart, mag loading, and Frank <laughs> on a Friday. It's a great Friday. Thank you, Cave Toad. Uh, thank you, Infinid. Uh, Infinid. Infinit. You remember, we have, quite frankly, uh, quite frankly, TV is live after this on the website. So, get over there and hang out from now. Paul Thaddeus, thank you so much for the happy birthday. Boyce Blanc. 
says, Love Matt. Boyce Blanc, 89. Thank you. Mark Schumate says, Happy birthday, Frank. Have a great day tomorrow. C. Blanche says, Happy birthday. Made sure to use a burner phone. Oh, yeah, make sure. Did you hear that the seven-hour seven span of time that they couldn't get any... They don't know where Trump was on January 6th. It was all a hoax again. No, he was planning an insurrection. Yes, I know. For seven hours. He was trying to get the military to overthrow the world, actually. Please. It was... The insurrection against the world. Thank you, country girl. Thank you, Denicki. Happy birthdays to us both tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Denicki. Jay Jewel, happy early birthday. Thank you, Jewel. C. Blanche again. Tony, don't need any gloves. Real deal. Tony, you don't need any gloves when you fight? Say that again? Did you, did you, uh, how many ounces were your gloves that you were using when you fought? Uh, they were like 10 ounces. 10 ounce gloves. Ten ounces of gloves, yeah. There you go. Okay. And then C. Blanche again, thank you so, so, so much. And let me see. Is, is that all I have right now? Oh, what? Uh, no, yeah, that's it. Oh, wait, no. Barry MC says, happy birthday, Frank. Have an Irish car bomb with that Irish coffee for me. Oh, I would be dead, Barry. If I had both of those? Oh, because there's some places around here that make some really strong Irish coffees. One is going to be enough for me. If I had a car bomb on top of that. But thank you so much. And Karina says, Frank... Tanti auguri di buon compleanno. Hey, hey, say something in Italian for everybody at home, uh, Tony. Uh, she just says, Buona compleanno. Could she repeat that? Says, that she wants you to say something. I'm, I'm asking you to say something. Say something to the people at home in Italian. E ti voglio bene tutto quanto. È stato buono. I used to get that a lot. I'll try. Okay, let's see here. And to Frank's <laughs> mom and Tony, all asking, all, all, all wishing the best from Karen in Canada. Thank you so much, Karina. Oh, Karina in Canada. I'm sorry, it cut off the A at the end. All right. So, uh, Tony, you, uh, have you ever done? Have you ever had any April Fool's jokes played on you? No, not really. Did you ever play pranks on anybody else? No. No. Just we, you? we used to play. I, I, I remember telling you this once before. We used to, for Halloween, we used to go do things. But not, uh... But not, not for April Fool's. Not no. for April Fool's. Matt, what about you? April Fool's, you, you have anything in yeah. mind? You remember? Nah, I don't play jokes. I don't play jokes or tricks on people. <laughs> no, you don't? No. Well, you were, you're a very prolific, uh, you're a very prolific record for, for prank phone calling people. Oh, that's different. Yeah, that's not like an April Fool's thing. <laughs> right. But anyhow, I have a couple here I want to read to you guys. This is from the audience. I asked them because it's just a timely, fun thing to do tonight. Tell us about the best prank that you ever pulled or best prank that was ever pulled on you. Um, and, and here we have the first one up. This is from Upside Down 77. It says, it's not, not their prank, but two local radio stations swapped morning shows here in Los Angeles years ago. Uh, K-R-O-Q and K-O-S-T. They, uh, they swapped their shows so people were showing up to their station in the morning to listen to what they usually listen to, and it's, it's on another station altogether. So I guess that's fun. That's fun. Uh, here's one. When I was in high school, this is from Faith and Karma. When I was in high school in the early 1980s, a group of us wanted to prank our history teacher, so we collected a huge amount of newspaper and balled it up and filled his car with it. Uh, took out the metal bar on the entry door closest to his hallway. We pushed his VW Bug into the hallway in front of his classroom door, then honked the horn. He could barely get out of the door to get after us. Let's just say he was unhappy. 
Uh, since it was April Fool's Day, we did not get punished. Good times. Wow. Can you imagine being able to take your history teachers or your yeah your history teachers Volkswagen Bug, push it into the hallway of the ho- of the of the high school, fill it with newspaper, and not get in trouble because it was April first? <laughs> no. Well, I remember. That would never happen today. I think the best thing I ever did was with Steve, my buddy Steve, and it was April first, and we came home from school one day and we put all of Anthony's bedroom into his closet his, his entire bedroom it, it, every because he's a it's very large walk-in closet at the uh, at when you know his be, his uh okay. his um childhood closet so we put everything in there his mattress i don't think we got the bed frame in there but everything was in there everything other than that and he was very depressed because he had to pull it all out and put his room back together there's that here's another one um Freshman year of college, a friend was in class. My roommate and the other roommates and myself duct taped his dorm room mattress to the wall and his pillow to the ceiling. Fun. Good stuff. I like this. What a waste of time. I, I mean, you know, it's the reaction is worth all the effort, I guess. What's up, Tone? Frank, I forgot this. Okay, let's hear it. This is a prank. <laughs> we, on 120th Street, Pleasant Avenue, we used to hang out there. And there was this fella, I wouldn't mention no names. He had one of those small Volkswagen, <laughs> small car. The Beatles? Well, this is going back. Uh, oh, they're all small. No, anyway. It was like a, a small car, like a, um, what do you call them? A compact uh, car. Oh, God, I'm thinking this is going Maybe back. It's a Volkswagen. Has uh, to be. Wait a while, a Volkswagen, small one. Yeah, small the Beatles. Okay, go ahead. The one that looks like a bubble? <laughs> we picked it up. We put it in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, well, he must be dead now. But the guy's name was the guy's name was Mike. We picked up the car. We put it in the hallway. Well, tell me something. How many how many steps did you have to go up? I I know that this no, is no, possible. No, no. There was uh, maybe two two three steps. We were we were the fellas. We and all picked it up, put it in the hallway. That's amazing. <laughs> we got up in the <laughs> So how did he get it down? Did he have to sl- roll it back down? I wasn't there to get it oh, down. Oh, good, good. See, that's the best part. You have to let them figure <laughs> out how to put it back. This was at nighttime. We put it in the hole. <laughs> right, now, how many other people helped you with that? Uh, we must have been maybe five, six guys. We I saw... it up. You we know, so went up a couple of steps. That's like it. those small Italian cars, like almost like the Fiat's, Matt. You ever see, like, uh, Franco Colombo? Yeah. Uh, out there in Italy uh, doing... Well, you know, not he, anymore. He perished. Oh, he but died. talking about the strong man? Yeah. Yeah. Well, back in the day, uh, he... Uh, I remember he used to just pick up cars and move them out of tight spots and shit like that. So I know it's, I know it's possible. So you took a Volkswagen and you put it into like into a, a building hallway? Yes. Wow. Yes. The corner was right on the corner. And this was a little off... A little, the building was a little off the corner. We picked it up. Because he had it parked up, we picked it up, we put it in the, like the, uh, the vestibule, let's put it that way, at the beginning. <laughs> he come down in the morning. So and that was just for shits and giggles, that's not because it was April 1st. No, we just... <laughs> just because. <laughs> we, we were crazy anyway. Um, I wish you could remember how the idea even came up. <laughs> like who said, hey, who came up and said, hey, let's take this guy's car? <laughs> I don't know. I wish you remember that. <laughs> I would love to know that part. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Nobody's looking for you anymore, Tone. No, they won't. God, forget it. Nobody's looking for you anymore. Oh. I promise you. My here God. Here we go. Oh, here we go. I, I know you have a plastic wrap over the toilet bowl. Oh, man. That's... Oh, no. 
What a mess. If you can do that seamlessly so it doesn't look like it's there, somebody take a piss standing was, up was, on was, it. Was that you? No, 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 no. no. The lazy, lazy temporary six seven two three on the uh, on my on the thread that I made over here from the audience said plastic wrap over the toilet bowl. Something like that would work in the middle of the night when you don't look. Yeah. You just go. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Well, there were senior pranks. I remember when I was a I wasn't a senior. I was a junior. And the seniors that got into a really, they got into a real bad, bad spot. They almost had their prom canceled because their senior prank was they got two chickens. They bought two chickens, live chickens, and they put a collar around each of them. And around the, and on the collar was a piece of paper with a number on it. And one chicken was number one and the other chicken was number three. So... It was it was one it was one thing to have these two chickens running around, but it was another thing to people think that number two was missing. So they kept looking for number two. When they couldn't find number two because there was no number two, but one number one or number three actually died of a heart attack. So once the because the, you know it's just scared there's all these high school kids running around, Aww. it just kind of like croaked. So because the chicken died, oh man, did they that whole class got into a. A real. That's terrible. Yeah, they almost had their prom canceled. I actually just remembered. I actually had a uh, a gradu class graduation pushback when I was uh, I think in I don't know ninth grade. They set the tables and the chairs in the field the night before, and we're on the field. We took the chairs, we put it on like they had a uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was like a scaffolding type of thing. So we put all the chairs on top of the scaffolding. Uh, we put the tables on top of each other, and they, like, launched a big invest investigation into it, into the school. And then I cut a banner down, too. I cut a... <laughs> That's good. I cut a 100-year a anniversary banner down, uh, and that was part of the prank, too, because it was put out on the table. Um, and f I remember... Uh, the day after I did it or whenever the next day I went back to school they made a big announce announcement <laughs> about it if someone took the banner <laughs> if you have any information this and that and for the whole year it was just sitting in someone's trunk just waiting to be put out there <laughs> and, you know I love things like that when something is taken and everybody's like going nuts where could it be and it's just so unceremoniously sitting in a trunk oh, there's there's a few things I did where the school had to come out and they didn't know it was me but they had to make announcements about it for information but they never found out oh man well we're almost done over here it's sad that it had to be cut so short but it's just one of those things Tony I know that you're not a, a big rock club guy it's too bad you can't come out to watch the show a couple of Thursdays from now it's going to be too late of a, a night anyway hey do you, you watch television at all these days? I watch it yeah what do you watch? uh well, he's going to watch Moonstruck tonight at 10 o'clock. <laughs> 10 o'clock. <laughs> I, wa well, I watched uh, Mamishka Haggagy. What, what, what? Oh, he likes the uh, SUV. Oh, okay. Uh, I enjoy that. I? I mean, SVU. SVU, I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, special units victim? What the, what yeah, the hell? Should, yeah, I watch her. I like her. Oh, and uh, Moonstruck, we got to watch. <laughs> and... Uh, Movies, I watch movies, whatever. That's good. I, I like, I, and I watch, uh, uh, the, oh, God. See what, I'm getting, see what happens when you get old. Please. What else do you watch? You've been doing good so far. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune's still on. Yeah, I, 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 I like that. I watched that. And uh, what else? You know what I always loved about Wheel of Fortune? When my grandparents would watch it or something like that. I always loved when they got around to showing you where the vacation was going to be. Because I, I loved the, the, the footage. Yeah. The promotional footage of the vacation that you were going to. Uh, especially when it was like very old kind of retro looking footage like oh you're going to Hawaii and you just see thing you see like outdated pictures of Hawaii from like 1975 and I I always just loved it. I thought that these places were always just you know frozen in time I I love watching where people are going but some of those vacations are really stupid and uh, like they I... send people to New Hampshire it's like okay New Hampshire is a beautiful place but I don't want to be sent there I I'll you know if on a game show send me to some place like an island they do and I, wa- I watch I watch Wheel of Fortune. Right, you're, I'm just saying. And yeah. I watch uh, Family Feud. Family Feud. Is it Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey. He's yeah. still doing that. Yes, Channel Nine. He's good. Everybody gets a kick out of Steve Harvey in my family. <laughs> He's good. I like him. There's a good. There's good Steve Harvey compilations of all of his reactions. He has a new show now that he's a judge. A judge on what? For what? Like um, talent. It's it's pretty funny. No, no, a a judge with a, with a gavel. Oh, I mean, but and he's not a real judge, so he makes his his um, his call on what they're saying. And then sometimes if like like this girl got scammed, um, and she was a nurse. Wait, he's 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 casting judgment on actual on actual yeah. legal legal situation. Where does he have the authority for that? Well, because Hollywood. his his decision doesn't come down to being legal, he helps him out. Got you. Well, it's all bullshit anyway. So then there's Morning Joe. With the uh, what's that's too early for me. More oh with with Joe Scarborough. Yeah, oh, don't him. Tony, don't watch those two freaks. He murdered someone. He listen, and you also <sighs> know his wife Mika Mika Brzezinski is the, is the daughter of Satan. Her 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 father is is actually Satan. I never knew that. You should watch she out for her. She's a crazy <laughs> snake witch. She's a snake woman. You look into her eyes, even though it's through a television, she'll take something from is your soul. Is that the blonde one? Yes. That's Morning Joe. That's it. I don't watch it. You, I don't the, even watch Moonstruck. Oh, tonight. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Anytime you feel like watching Morning Joe, put Moonstruck on again. Okay. Just do it. Or any Nicolas Cage film. Just, just go, just, just please, don't do that to yourself. I never knew that about Morning Joe. You have to watch out. They're, they're two devils. Okay, well, listen, I, I thank you guys so much for hanging out here. It's good to, it, it, this is a great birthday gift just in itself. So, Tony, give everybody some advice on how to live a happy life. Just thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. He'll take care of you. That's it. There you have. I think a lot of people out there would really vibe with that. Absolutely. Mom? That's it. I thank him all the time. There's more reason uh, to thank him every day. Yeah, uh, especially since Aurora came around. I so. pray, I must pray like 10 times a day. Passing churches, whenever I think about it. I, She's uh, like the sunshine of the family, and she just... Uh, she just makes everybody and the whole family just like come together. I, I pray for people... And I pray for the dead, departed. Of course. And uh, that's it. Matt, what's your? Do you, you have anything? Uh, any advice for happy life as we leave? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, well, I love that. No, I'm not one of those 
advice people. I don't well, know. Like, how oh, Frankie, other people, before I, I forget, know. I have two beautiful grandsons. They're good looking boys, they're smart boys. They need wives. No, they're young. Oh, okay. I know. I didn't know what you were getting at. No, no, no. no. They've, uh, <laughs> and they need wives. So one, 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 one boy is going to be graduating in June. Uh, he wants to go to college. He probably will go. You know, and uh, two good-looking boys. Well, I, I, I was Anthony was the one. He was he was in the, the league when I was I was coaching, right? Who, who's the... Uh, Nikki. 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 Nikki, yeah. It's been a long time. I would never recognize him. It's been a long time. He wasn't no. even on my oh, team. Oh, they're two good-looking boys. God bless them. Well, God bless them. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm happy that you guys came here. Thanks again for everything, everyone. And uh, and until uh, next time. I don't know, Tony. Nice talking to y'all. Nice talking to you. Tony, when's your birthday again? June the 11th. June. So we got to bring you back in. It's, it's pretty much... It's April now. We got May. And then let's bring you back in June for your birthday. Frankie... If the good Lord wants it, <laughs> here. I'll be here. I bet you any money he wants it. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pray for that. So. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell Nikki who you are. Okay. I'm going to tell him, Nikki. Guess who's, in other words, I. I'm going to tell him your coach. Whatever. Well, he wasn't on my team, but no, I knew but him. You knew him. I coached he was against in the him. League. I coached against him. I had the I had the, the pleasure of beating his team. He was a pretty good <laughs> pretty good ball player, but he don't even bother no more. Uh, you know, that's, hey, uh, that's, th I, that's I, me. That's what you were saying before. That's what I was saying before. Me, I, I don't care if Aurora ever wants to play. I'm going to get her a tea this, this summer because she, and she's been throwing. I got her a tea, bro. Oh, that's right. It's yeah, downstairs. And I got her a basketball thing. I got, I got it all covered, bro. It's downstairs. <laughs> You're right. It's downstairs. Well, that's why I say I don't care if she ever wants to play or not. I just want to be able to have a catch. You know, having a catch is something that's just a, that's beautiful. So. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Anyway, thank you guys for coming. Much love to you all. My pleasure. Love you guys. Happy right. birthday. Thank you. Okay, Happy everybody. Birthday. Thank you so much, uh, everybody at home, for hanging out with me. It has been a wonderful night. And let me just go to our Super Chats real quick, blast through them, and we will be out the door. Out the door, and me, I will be in to band practice. Thank you. Sean Anon says, got a good one for you on your most recent tweet. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, Sean Anon. Amethyst Cat says, much love to you and your family, Frank. That includes you too, Matt. David Sloan. Oh, good to see you out there, Sloney, and happy birthday to you. Cynthia says, my best April Fool's prank was hiding the class gerbil and making my fifth grade teacher freak out. Oh, boy. Where'd you hide it? <laughs> my, Matt just asked, where'd you hide it? <laughs> Don't go over there. <laughs> EO says, you missed the birthday wish in my smart-ass comment, LOL. Frank, oh, oh, I'm sorry, EO. Yeah, I blast through these sometimes, and, I, and I, 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 it's hard for me to pick up on subtlety, especially on nights like tonight when I have time constrictions. But anyway, thank you for being out there. Um, and that's all we have over there. On the tip of stream, one last go-around. And it is Albert Frederick. Albert Frederick says, Tony Black, one word, awesome. Cheers to a simpler time. Also, Frank, Matt was judged innocent by a group of his peers. No, Matt was judged innocent. No, 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 no. No, he was not. I was. No, but, but what I... Listen, it was after the jury actually gave him a note guilty. The, one of the jury members said, oh, actually, he was guilty of, of obstruction. 
the whole they thing. They can't is, do that. That's illegal. Hey, hey, listen. Uh, this would be like the, everybody out there saying he's innocent by a jury of his peers. Well, I guess that uh, I guess Hillary Clinton's innocent as well. well. She's not. I'm not Hillary Clinton. I didn't do it. Hillary Clinton's innocent. You had James Comey came out on January on July 5th, 2016, and read a laundry list of crimes they they found that she had committed, but said we're not going to go after her. That's the same exact thing, almost the same exact thing, as was, what. That's that's we know that's that, subjective. We know what you committed. Chris and Megan says happy birthday, Frank. Thank you, Chris and Megan. And Hopfrogger says happy birthday, Frank. When Tony is back on, would love to see old pictures of him. We'll we'll find. I have a lot a whole folder of his stuff over here, but I'll ask him for more pictures of him when he's when he's younger, and I'll I'll scan those too. Uh, then finally. Stostube says, oh, that's, just, that's from before. Thanks again, Stostube. Love you all very much. And the night is over. So, with that, I will see you on Monday when we start another big, big, big week. All right, ladies and gents, bye-bye. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience. And now ours... Oh, shit! Hold on a second. There's so many things on... Uh, wait, 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 wait. 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 I'm sorry. I'm not doing this to Rockfin. I'm not doing this to Rockfin. I, I saw tips there on Rockfin that I completely missed. My bad. Holy shit. Please forgive me. Uh, Marissa. Marissa. Says blessings to mom, to Tony, to Matt, and as always, our Francis. Thank you, Marissa, and everybody in the room. Their, their microphones are muted, but they thank you, too. Pare Pete says, great way to end the week, Frank. Have a wonderful birthday weekend. Thank you, Pete. Moanon, thank you for your tip. Very wonderful of you, Mo. Uh, Dan Theater says, love the show. Keep it up. I will, Dan, and I can't wait to see you on Monday. And you know what? Tomorrow, my birthday, I have some things... I'm, you know, I'm just going to go out for breakfast in the morning. I want to put together some stuff in the yard in the afternoon. Be on the lookout for a live stream from the, from the iPad if I'm just in the backyard and working on toiling away on something and I, I light up a cigar and I'm just going to talk to people for a little bit. I'll stop in and say hello. So uh, keep the notifications on on YouTube. That's what I would, I would do with that. And then Moanon again says, happy birthday, dude. You guys... I thank you very much, and I'm sorry I, I overlooked you right there. We'll, uh, we'll do this again. I'll see you on Monday. Get to QuiteFrankly.tv right now for all the after-show delight. I'll catch you on the flip side. All right, Quite Frankly, it's film before a live studio audience. And now, our super chatters. We just did Rockfin. And now, Albert Frederick, Chris and Megan, Hopfrogger, uh, Stostube, Dan Spratlin, Cannot Leave Out, Hannah, Kenny, and the Dogs, Incompetent Hands, and Karina. Thank you, one and all, ladies and gentlemen, to our wonderful people on Foxhole. I am releasing, look at that, 10,000 gold pills. That's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm releasing the scratch, and thank you for your support, and enjoy the weekend.